the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. Many other afflictions are the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of all of them. But he said, my grace is sufficient for you. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, how we praise you and thank you for your faithfulness today, for your tender mercies, for your loving kindness, Lord God. Lord, we lift up your name because your name alone is worthy to be praised, worthy to be glorified, worthy to be exalted. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your love, for your tender mercies, for your grace that is sufficient, your power, your might, and your majesty, Lord God, and many other afflictions of the righteous. But yet, Lord, your word assures us that you deliver us out of all afflictions, Father God. So, Lord, I'm praying for the masses that may be hearing this message today, that they would know and be encouraged to know that you are God that is able to deliver, Lord God. So, Lord, I thank you for your tender mercies. I thank you for your presence in this place. Lord, I thank you that you are King of kings and the Lord of hosts, the Prince of Peace, the mighty God of Israel, the one who is and who was and who is to come, the bright and morning star. Hallelujah. The Lion of Judah, the Rod of David, the God that cares about us. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for strength for this ministry, Disciple Pathway Ministry, a mobile outreach ministry on the move for the advancing of your kingdom. Father God, this is why we come, Lord God. We pray that the hearers will be blessed thereby, Lord God, and be encouraged to come to know you, to draw closer to your Father God. Oh, Lord, you say in the day that we hear your voice, the heart, not our hearts, Father God. So, Lord, I ask that you would give Minister Dion and I a word to speak today, Lord God, a word from on high, a rhema word, Father God. There will be a healing balm to your people. For you are Jehovah Rapha, our healer, a God that loves us and a God that cares for us. So here we are, Lord God, casting all our cares upon you because your word assures us that you care for us, Father God. We thank you and we praise you for this opportunity and we magnify your name. Good Sunday afternoon, family. It's so good to be here. Praise God. God, you know what? We love y'all. Y'all so awesome. Hey, Minister Dion. Good afternoon, family. Good afternoon, mother. Such a pleasure to be here. As always, as always, let's pull up to the table. Already, my baby's so cute, y'all. He (laughs) is. He really is. Praise God. We're gonna talk a little bit today, and I know this is not a word that we talk about often. I really hear in our everyday conversation is affliction. Affliction. Hallelujah. And 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 because we don't really say it in in that term, we kind of just bypass it and shrug our shoulders. But the Bible has uh, numerous scriptures that relates to our affliction. And affliction is a, is a place of weakness and uh, a place of burden, a place of heaviness, you understand? And, and, and oftentimes we count it as a negative being because it don't show up necessarily being your friend. But we, we see in God's word, and we'll see, I'm going to read a little bit out of Second Corinthians uh, chapter 4, verse 5 through 12. I may read a little bit further than that, but 
We're going to see through God's word how even in our affliction, it is yet mom, just a momentary. It's not the whole design. It's, it's a building of our character. And Second Corinthians 4 and 5 reads, For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of, of the knowledge of the glory of God and the face of Jesus Christ. Verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power of, may, may, of God may not be of us. But we trouble, but we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in distress persecuted but not forsaken, cast down but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body of, of, of dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life also Jesus might be made manifested in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifested in our mortal bodies." Praise God. Father, how we thank you for the prayerful reading of your word, Lord God, and we ask that it will be a blessing to the hearers and moreover the doers. I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Y'all, I'm stumbling a little bit because I'm trying to read without my glasses, so forgive me. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm coming around the mountain. Hallelujah. God is a good God. You understand what I'm saying? And, and And it's so sweet of him how he allows affliction. You understand what I'm saying? That we may continuously, just to make the long story short, I guess I'm going to the end from the beginning, a long story short, that we will lean on him, that we will depend on him. Even da- it was King David who, who wrote a lot about his afflictions over in the book of Psalms, you know, and how in adversaries and, t- and trying time, but yet he did not lose the hope that is in Christ Jesus. For we glory not in our flesh, hallelujah, but we humble ourselves uh, as unto the Lord. That was an affliction happening when Jesus Christ over there in the Garden of Gethsemane. You understand what I'm saying? He wasn't kiki, ha, ha, like, okay, my, my time almost up. That was a great affliction going on in his mortal body as a, it manifested as a man. And he said, we carry this thing in our body, in our flesh, hallelujah. And, and, and it may show up in various ways, sickness, uh, disease, just persecution, creditors and predators, mental anguish, you understand, drugs, alcohol, uh, uh, unseemly lifestyles and behavior. It can show up in various ways, but it's always going to be a testing of your character in this world. We will have tribulation, he said, but be of good cheer. Tribulation work at what? perseverance and perseverance work at the next thing what character and character work at what hope and hope does not disappoint nor despair so we have to understand that not all affliction is for the tearing down or the beating up why i gotta go through this it's to build you up in your mortal body that we may be able to bear these things for the next generation for our children for our children's children for our children's children children and for those that we come in directly for always leaning on the powerful hand of Jesus Christ who is the author and the finisher of our faith if he the author and the finisher he know just how much you can bear and he know and he will put more on us than we can bear so we can keep trusting in him and leaning not on our own understanding and our own strength because he say in your weakness we are made strong Hallelujah. And then the joy of the Lord is our strength. So these momentary affliction is just what it says. It's momentary. It's not eternity. 
You heard me? So God is a good God. I want y'all to catch this thing and then go back and read over there in the second Corinthians and, and, and just Google some of these scriptures for yourself. You see what I'm saying? And see what the Bible is saying. If you're going through some things, praise God, you're going through it. You ain't stuck in it. Amen. Unless you want to pitch up some apartments and a tent and all of that kind of stuff in your in your troubled time. You have to decide, I know that I'm going through this for a season. And, Lord, I, I pray you will reveal to me why it is that I'm having this momentary affliction. But even if you don't, Father, I believe you. Hey, y'all know Shadrach, Meshach, and the Hebrew boys. You know what I'm saying? They say, even if he don't deliver us out of this fiery affliction, Glory to God. We know he's able. He said, I ain't going to get you out, but I'm going to get down in there with you. More times than not, he don't deliver us out. He'll get down in that affliction with us and help us to press through to see him on the other side. Amen. Hallelujah. I once heard a pastor say that whatever God puts you in, Mm. he's able to deliver you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever you put yourself in, because a lot of affliction, we are Mm. are self-inflicted. That part. Uh, uh, the, whatever we put ourselves in, God will allow us to go through, but yet he's still a present help in a time of need. Mm. And when we look at affliction, you know, oftentimes here, as we will do and continue to do, we have to go into the the, 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 the meaning, the origins of this thing, affliction. Yes. And affliction in the Hebrew means the word ra. That's R-A, Ra. This word also means evil in our English language. And we see this word first rear its head in the garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it says that in the midst of the garden was the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and Ra, or evil. This word Ra is also the root of the word war. Mm. And so we know now that the battle is certainly not ours, but it is the Lord's. Mm -hmm. And we have heard that said, it is written, but let's just think about that because I had a question. Okay. If the battle's not mine, but it's the Lord's, why am I girded? Why do I have a helmet? Why do I have a breastplate? Why is my waist to be girded? Why are my feet shotted? Why is there a sword in my hand and a shield in the other? If the battle is not mine, why am I here? Because you still got to show up. You still have to show up. (laughs) Right answer. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? You still must show up, family. The battle is not yours, as in the battle's possessors. The one who possesses the battle, the one who takes ownership of the battle is God. Mm-hmm. This is not something you started, Praise God. nor is it something that you are able to finish. But Alpha, who started it, mm-hmm. and Omega, who is able to finish the battle, belongs to he. Yeah, we yeah. need only to stand. That's why before the mentioning of our of our uniform for battle, he said, having done all to stand. If you remember in earlier messages, this word stand means histame, which means the history of me, which means the account or the witness that is going to be taken over your life. The record that is going to be taken over your life at the end of your life is how will you have stood? Amen. And God longs to reveal himself 
through our affliction. That's why he said carrying about the dying of Christ, carrying about yes. so so that Christ can come forward in this thing. God has an end to this thing, and yes. the end of it is going to be the revelation of himself, which is, i.e., why the book of Revelation is at the end of the Bible, because God has something to show, and he <clears throat> longs to show it through you. He had, he had a plan bef- before you were even known, before the cadence of your heartbeat went off. He had a plan to show and reveal himself in a new manifold way through your life, but it's going to have to come through affliction. There is no peace without war. How do we know what is righteous without without looking at what is wrong? So God will carry us through these things mm-hmm. all to show us who he is and who we are in him. And that is the enemy's number one thing that he does not want you to know. He does not ever want us to know who God is and, and who we are have the victory. in God. Yes, that, that the battle really is already won. He's just a bully, a coward showing up, like, you know, he still got it going on. And Jesus said, man, listen, I saw you foul like lightning. So, you know, you 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 going about seeking whom you may devour, but you don't have no teeth. And But if they don't know that, people don't know that, they, they, they vast in the problem rather than the problem solver. You understand what I'm saying? The way maker, you know, the miracle worker, the promise keeper, the light in the darkness. And so we have to relish it. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, he say, I raise up a stand. And then you said it in your, he say, we put on that whole armor so we can do what? Withstand the fiery darts. He throwing darts and you got a whole sword, you heard me? By the sword of your mouth, the sword of his mouth is how we, is what Jesus used when the enemy ran up on him when he was manifested in a man, as a man. And all he told him then and all we need to know to do is to stand and say what is written. It is written over here in 2 Corinthians 7, uh, 4 and 17, for our afflictions, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far ex- exceeding an eternal weight of what? Glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Baby, we on the bus to eternity. And that's where our mindset needs to be. And sometimes he got to shake, rattle, and roll these earthen vessels so we can understand that this place is not our home. We got to get what, family? uncomfortable we got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable we got to come because that's the most dangerous place a christian can be is comfortable because that means you don't lay down your sword you don't took off your helmet you ain't got on no bell where my shoes at mr dion every time i tell him to take trash out mom let me go put on shoes and he got on shoes you know what i'm saying i'm like come on dude really we gotta do this every time these ain't but, the trash taking out shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that part <laughs> so it's a lot and we just like that his children i need you to suit and boot i need to be ready and Lord, hold on, Lord, let me go back over here and get my belt. And I forgot my helmet. I left that over at my brother's house. Come on now. We got to pick up the whole armor. And we need to be ready to stand and withstand when these momentary afflictions come in. And not just when they come in against us, but when they come in against our family. When they come in against our children. Come in against our neighbor. Come in against our co We need to be ever ready, suited and booted, ready to stand. And that's when you got your greatest script. Because at this point, if I'm down in my affliction, I ain't got nothing to do. I used to work in the prison system. Thing, you understand what I'm saying? And they like, what you gonna do, Miss? What you gonna do? You gonna lock me up? In other words, I ain't got nothing to lose. You know, I'm at my lowest plate of being. I'm incarcerated, caged like an animal. So what you gonna do to hurt me? You understand what I'm saying? And that's the mindset that we may not say it like that, but we take that stand in affliction, as though we don't have no way out, no way out. No way out. And James tells us over in the book of James, he said, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. 
for you know that these testing, it's a test, family. The testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness, your stand, your stand have its full effect that you may be what? Perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You got to know how to stand in these troubled times when the winds and the waves come in. You tell peace to be still, your herb. In other words, you tell the, the, the winds and the waves to be still, to sit down. You understand? To be quiet. You got to tell these dogs in Jesus' name to shut up these barking dogs. That's why he tell her, beware the dogs. Hallelujah. That come in and make ravish of the people of God because we, we tolerate. We leave spiritual doors open for the devil to come in and get a foothold. You know, and like my baby alluded to, he said a lot of times it's self-inflicted. Glory to God. And then we want to run and blame God because he told you 99 times, quit going over there. Leave that thing alone. Save a little bit of money. Quit spending everything. Hello, lights and wow. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and we have to understand that if he give us instruction, there's a blessing on the other side. Because he said obedience is better than sacrifice. You could praise, you could fast, you could pay your tithe. But if you are unwilling to be obedient to his word as it is written, you do yourself a grave disservice. And not only yourself, the kingdom of God. Because people going to remember what you say. They may hear what you say, but they going to re- remember how you make the And they watching you. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I be watched every day. By a whole little group of children. Ah, y'all quit looking at me. Miss <laughs> Bobby, you looking at us, praise God. We were looking at one another. I said, well, we're just going to look to the hill from which cometh our hill. And that's what we have to do as little children. He said, for such is the kingdom of God, is to continue to look to him for this time and these times of need for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond comparison. You understand what I'm saying? He said, don't be anxious for anything. But we have to be steadfast. We have to be renewed day by day. We have to know that those who love God, all things are working together for you. If you don't love God, this don't apply to you. So you ain't got to be sweating the fretting. You get to a place where you can love him. He say, for, for, for we harbor not the affliction of the afflicted. And he has not hidden his face from him, but has heard when we cry. He said, poor man cried, and he delivered him out of all his trouble, out of all his affliction. How many of us need to cry out to God, but we still barren, trying to work it out, going here, calling the doctor, you know, Dr. Field, calling Tyrone, anybody that'll pick up their phone. <laughs> it's a lot, family. I don't have much time. I got to get it in. <laughs> I love y'all. Amen. I want y'all to get this thing. Don't miss it. Amen. Amen. And Mother, you opened up with Psalms 34. Verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, Mm. but the Lord delivers him out of them all. But the Lord delivers him out Mm -hmm. of them all. Everything that God had to show us, he showed us through Jesus Christ. Everything that God will show us, he is going to show us through Jesus Christ. And the name Yeshua surely does mean God of our salvation or yes. God our deliverer. Thank you, And Lord. again, we serve a God that is ever revealing something to us. Mm. We're not even going to see it all in this lifetime. This is why we go to take our pleasures in eternity with him. And even in eternity will we not be able to see all that he is because there is a mysterious nature to him. Mm. But in order for us to see who Jesus Christ truly is as a deliverer, we have to have something to be delivered from. And so I look further into the word affliction and that word flicked, that word means to strike or to knock. And so when we go over into revelations as the scripture, we pull up so many times that I stand 
histamine. I stand at the door and knock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's what I long to tell you here, family. A lot of times we quote that scripture and we think that Jesus stands at the door. He knocks with warm milk and cookies and longs to come in and, and just we have a great little kickback moment with us. But let me tell you how that knock can be affliction. Because he says the peace he gives is unlike the world's peace. Mm-hmm. I have a different peace. Mm. But peace is only going to come after the proceeding of war. The knock on the door of your heart family is oftentimes affliction. That is an afflicting knock. Let's go back into Exodus where the blood was over the doorposts. Mm. Family, this was blood over the doorposts. Yeah. The only time blood is is shedded. Is at a time of war. So here it is at the heart, at the at the door of your heart, blood. Mm. Here it is at the door of your heart, a soldier who's never lost the battle, a general whose army is eternal, knocking and afflicting. And it's not going to be until you open that door, as in I surrender. Let me tell you something about a surrender, family. A surrender is not a comfortable situation. Mm-hmm. You just got through talking about how you spent a little time in the prison system, mother. Those men and women who were in there went through a process to be in there. Mm. And when you're stopped and you're told to get on the ground on your knees and put your hands up, looks a lot like me being on my knees and glorifying my God with my hands up in full surrender. And then they take some cuffs out of their back pocket and put your hands behind your back. Mm -hmm. And what are you? Uh, Arrested. God is trying to get you into arrest. (laughs) But those hands being bound behind my back is not a comfortable place to be. But he says, take up my yoke because that's all they are. Because yeah. they used to go around our necks yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like how it, like the oxen. But yeah. so we're going to be yoked up. We're going to yeah. go into a rest. But he yeah. says, take up mine for mine's yeah. is easy. My burden is easy yeah. and my yoke is like my yeah. burden is yeah. like and my yoke is easy, Come family. On. So, family, quit running. Mm-hmm. Quit hiding. Mm. Quit stumbling in the darkness. His light in the darkness. His light is on you. Yes. He caught you dead in the rights. Mm-hmm. Get down to your knees. Lift up your hands. And he'll take your hands and give you a rest. In glory. And when you go under arrest, he will raise himself up. And you, he will show you who he true, who you truly are. Because after you become arrested, then you get booked and processed, and you become a convict. Mm-hmm. Now you can move with conviction. conviction. This word means with victory, con with victory, with victory. Now you can move with victory, family. Come on. Your affliction is your passage; is your right away. Mm. To your victory family Thank you Lord And if you are ready To step into that place Lord you caught me dead in the rights 
Lord, here I am on my knees with my hands up. Utter these words, these words after me. Pray these, this prayer not only with your mouth, but with your heart. That you may come into the victorious place that you are designed to be in. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Thank you, Lord. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcome in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you you, this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Lord, no longer will I run. Lord, no longer will I hide. Let your light shine forth on my life. Yes, Lord. That your life may come forth. Family, we love you. We love you. And until next time, one One voice, voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to His great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.